welcome to Everything About Cricket, the podcast, episode three. I'm Freddie. And I'm Oliver. And today, for New Year's special, we will be looking back at 2020 and be doing a top 20 of the cricketing moments and ranking them as we see fit. Yeah, so I'll start with number 20. And um, this one's one that none of you are going to guess. It's... uh... (laughs) It's the uh, the Germans women's team going unbeaten in their nine T20 internationals this year, in uh, including some phenomenal results. In one game against Austria, they scored um, 198 for none in a T20 with one of their openers scoring a century, and then one of their bowlers took five wickets for one run in uh, three overs. Mm, great match. I'm pretty sure it was the first 100 ever scored for Germany. Yeah. Uh, and then the first five ever for Germany, both in the same match. Very thrilling. And, A worthy uh, number 20. Yes, definitely. It was being uh, posted up on the ICC Instagram. So yeah. all you proper badges out there would have already known about this. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that gets us straight into it. Number 20. At number, at number 19... Uh, just as important, really. Hard to pick between the two, but it was the Australia versus New Zealand behind closed doors. It was the first ever match behind closed doors this season, as obviously COVID had to come and ruin 2020. And they played in the retro kits, mm. which was nice. It was very cool. <laughs> OK, then at number 18, we've got the Trinbago Knight Riders winning the CPL with an un, uh, unbeaten campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've definitely won it once or twice before, but never this comprehensively. They have a star-studded lineup, really. Dwayne Bravo, Kyron mm. uh, Pollard, who produced um, uh, excellent knocks. In the final, yeah. they beat Guyana uh, by four wickets in a rain-affected game with two balls left. It was very close, very close indeed. Mm. And coming after the CPL at number 17 was the Rajasthan Royals game against the Punjab. Now, this game was very thrilling. The Punjab setting 2 2 3 for 2 with Agarwal having 100 to his name. And the opening partnership got to 183. Even though they were confident, Rajasthan Royals chased it down in a thriller and Rahul Tawafia scored five sixes in a row at the crucial stages of the match. Yeah. Sanju Sampson and Steve Smith also scoring half centuries in that game. Uh, Then in at number 16, it's another IPL moment and uh, showing a bit of British bias here. Uh, It's Ben Stokes scoring 107 for the Rajasthan Royals. Uh, opening the batting for them, which a lot of people were questioning up until that innings where he proved them all wrong. Scoring, mm. I think, his uh, second IPL 100 uh, yeah. ever. And yeah. uh, seeing them over the line in a great chase. Mm. Yeah. Great game to relive. Yes. So coming in at 15 is the England versus Australia ODIs, which took place this summer also behind closed doors, as it was in the latter part of the season. 
Yeah, it was uh, quite a good series where both England and Australia picked up wins. Uh, Sam Biddings scored his first century, I believe. Yep. Yep. And, and yeah, pretty, pretty entertaining series to a dull year, really. Uh, yeah, and the final game, uh, Glenn Maxwell and Alex Carey had a 212-run partnership, both scoring hundreds. Yeah to get Australia chased 305 with two balls left to win the series 2-1. Yes. So that's the first five in our countdown. And um, now it's time for Are You Better Than a Big Bash Umpire? Hello and welcome to Are You Better Than a Big Bash Umpire? So last time, I think we got two out of three correct. Let's see if mm. we can do we can do better this time. Okay. Um, so this this scenario is a wicketkeeper is injured and leaves the field. He is replaced by the twelfth man, and his captain dons the gloves. The captain has a nightmare behind the wickets, conceding numerous buys and dropping catches. Ooh. Wants to give the gloves to one of his specialist close catchers. Can you allow this second change? Um, you always use the change keepers throughout a match. Um, yeah, I think you can because my team always does halfway through because we don't have a wicket keeper. Or whether or not, whether or not you can, maybe we just are rebels in the games. But um, I think I think you can. Yeah, you don't, see it. You, you don't see it that high up because you've normally got a spare wicketkeeper anyway. But yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll so yes, you can permit this change with permission from both umpires. The wicketkeeper can be replaced by a specialist substitute wicketkeeper. Right, and if the umpire says no, then I presume <laughs> you're not allowed. Yeah, I don't really see why the umpire would say no, but I not like. Yeah, he might not, might not like you, you know. Mm. Okay. Next one. In a village match, the wicketkeeper appeals for a catch behind the wicket. You signal the batsman out, but the batsman tells the wicketkeeper his bat didn't touch the ball. Shame-faced, the wicketkeeper agrees. Can the batsman who has been given out resume his innings? In the village match, especially, yes. Yeah. I remember the, the field, I was playing in the match, the ball hit me nearly at my waist and they appealed for LB. It's walking off, they called me back on because they said, well, it was never out. So, um, Bravo. Very, good, very good sportsmanship there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, always, you do have to have some opponents who are quite nice. But, yeah, that is definitely allowed, sure. So, it says in here, Having given up the striking batsman out, you can stick with your decision if you are convinced you were right. But in this case, I would call dead ball, signal to the scorers that you revoke the decision and call not out and allow the batsman to resume his innings and thank the wicketkeeper for their honesty. Yes, do thank the wicketkeeper. Always thank the batsman, bowler, whoever it is for any honesty they show. Yes. Cricket is a good game of etiquette. Okay, and so we've got two out of two so far. They have been a bit easier than They have been very easy ones, especially that we've been in instances involving them as well. 
Okay, the, the third and final one. In a county match, an injured batsman who has a runner hammers the ball through the air directly at the runner, who ducks as the ball hits him and rebounds straight to a fielder who catches the ball and appeals. Is the batsman out? And it's not touched the floor? Yeah. I do think it's out, because there, there yeah. was a rule which stopped certain runners. If you weren't injured during the match, you couldn't have a runner, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it happened. It's happened in a match where it happened with a non-striker. Yeah. In non-striker, you can still be caught. So I assume it's still the same thing for uh, for runners. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because it's it's out if it's the non-striker, so it must be the same. Yes, he is out. The runner is part of play, and the ball never touched the ground. The catch is therefore fair. It's just very unlucky. It's very unlucky. Yeah. That's three out of three. Well done, Give Judy. yourself a pat on the back. We yes. are better than the Big Bash umpires. We are indeed. And uh, we'll be playing this game again next week. Do join in. Yes. Now at number 14, we've got New Zealand's dominance in the Test Arena. After their win over Pakistan, they finished the year with five wins and no losses. And it's bumped them up to number one in the world rankings with their mm-hmm. star batsman and captain Kane Williamson at number one in the batting rankings and Neil Wagner at second in the bowling rankings. Uh, it's looking like they have a very strong team and it's looking like it's going to be a good 2021 for New Zealand, uh, especially with new talent coming through, such as Carl Jameson. And they gave a debut to Will Young, who's a top order batsman. Which is probably the only thing slightly shaky about their team would be uh, Tom Blundell, maybe. So you've mm. got a replacement for him there. Yeah, very well put, Shuki. Thank you. Uh, coming in at number 13 is Zach Crawley's amazing 267 against Pakistan in the England-Pakistan Test Series. Mm. This was his debut, well, debut a lot of things, but really, uh, debut... 150 plus debut, 200 plus debut, uh, 250. But yeah, it was an amazing innings. Um, it was. I can't remember the exact time he was in for, but um, I can try and find it. It was a good. I imagine it was a long time. At least eight hours, I'd say. Yeah. Set up what should have been a win for England in the test, but it got rained off in the end. Yeah, unfortunately. English weather at its finest. Yeah. But, 583 yeah. for eight England scored. Crawley was in for nine hours and one minute. Nine hours and a minute. That is. That's concentration. At its finest, yes. Okay, so next in at number 12 is the resumption of Test Match Cricket and uh, the tour of West Indies to England, which, of course, we're all very grateful for to see some cricket this uh, this year. And mm-hmm. uh, played a three-test match series. And um, West Indies won the first test in dramatic circumstances by four wickets, but England just had too much for them uh, in the next two, England winning the series 2-1. Yeah, yeah. 
And coming in now at number 11 was the India versus New Zealand test series, where New Zealand won 2-0. They did. Yes, and uh, that just shows you there how formidable New Zealand are as a side um, beating India. I can't remember how uh, close it was, but... Oh, neither of them were close. In the first test, they chased nine in the final innings to win. And in the second, so, they chased 132. So what they won so, by... Didn't the dominant force there. If you can easily beat India by those big margins, you are definitely deserving top spot in the world, as they yeah. are. And then also, just to mention... Uh, in the T20 series, India struck back. They won that 5-0, but it included two Super Over games in a row. Uh, and India obviously won both. Yeah. Uh, to just add more to New, Le- New Zealand's Super Over woes. Yes, after, after one in the T20 series with England and obviously one in the World Cup final. But yeah. New Zealand did win 3-0 in the ODIs as well. So, yeah. the real series, all formats went to New Zealand there, really. Yeah. So, that's the top, t- uh, the bottom 10 completed. Now, mm-hmm. we move on to the top 10. And we're starting off with a bang, going all the way back to January, when there were crowds in stadiums, of course. Yep. And we've got the second test match between England and South Africa. England had gone 1-0 down in the series and uh, they needed a big performance and that's exactly what they got in the second test, um, which was a very tight encounter. Uh, went all the way to the last the last few uh, minutes of the day, even. Tom Sibley scored his maiden test match 100 in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Stokes scored 72 as well to set up an England declaration providing South Africa with a target of 438. Uh, They provided valiant resistance, batting for 137 overs, but just couldn't get to the finish line to force a draw uh, with some more Ben Stokes heroics, as always. As always. Taking the last three wickets within the space of uh, 12 overs to win England the game and level the series that they later won uh, by three test matches to one. Yes. Now, moving on to number nine in the list, it's Ben Stokes being top scorer in the world for 2020. For test cricket. Cricket, so yes, in test cricket in 2020. No, well, sorry, when I meant 2020, I meant the year, not in the format, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the year 2020, uh, he was top scorer for test match cricket and... Um, yeah, his form continued throughout the 2019 season into the shorter season of 2020. And yeah, you can't really criticise Ben Stokes. Yeah, I think he got two hundreds, did he, against... He definitely got at least one against uh, West Indies. Yeah, he scored a few half-centuries as well there. Oh, not, not just any hundred as well. 176 against West Indies. Uh-huh. And then 78 in the second innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not bad but the um, second innings was opening the batting to set up a declaration at well under a runner ball 
Yeah. And then in the third test, um, he didn't. He, he only scored twenty, but we'll we'll, we'll uh, let him off. He's allowed one. Yes. Yeah. Just this once, though. But yeah, topping the run scoring charts after a stellar 2019, he just gets better. Yeah, can't fault him. So then in at number eight, we have the Mumbai Indians winning their sixth IPL title. Uh, they beat the Delhi Capitals, I think it was, in the final. In the final. Yes. And uh, Rohit Sharma, their captain, leading them to victory. Star player uh, would have been Surya Kumar Yadav throughout the tournament for them, with many saying he should have then been picked for the uh, Indian national team, but unfortunately for him, he just missed out. Mm. Uh, in the final, Rohit Sharma, captain's knock, scored 68, and then Ishan Kishan, 33, to see them over the line with an over and a bit to spare. Yes. Now, coming in at number seven, we have one of two great achievements for some great bowlers. Stuart Broad picking up his 500th test wicket. Yeah. I mean, he's him and Jimmy Anson, a uh, real duo. They've been actually voted duo of the, cent- of the decade, I believe, in the uh, ICC polls, on Instagram anyway, at least. Um they are the they are the two which really not just this year but just seeing through the in this in these last five or more than that five, yeah. over five ten years, years ten years of uh, Test match cricket yeah got him in, nominated for uh, sports personality of the year as well yes it did didn't get top three there uh, I was I I was surprised that. Um, Jimmy Anderson didn't get a nominee. Yeah. Um, I think anyway. Stuart Broad had the better year overall. Yeah. Although Anderson got the better milestone. Yeah. And also, Stuart Broad also yesterday on New Year's Day got engaged. So, oh, to him. Yeah. Although I do have to say Stuart Broad's um, had better fielding off his bowling this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then in at number six we have the New Zealand Pakistan Boxing Day Test match. Oh yes, which we talked a lot about in the last episode. Just missed out. top five. Yeah, it's definitely got to be up there with uh, one of the best Test matches this year. Mm-hmm. Um, New Zealand 431 in the first innings. Kane Williamson with 100 as always. Yep. And then they took six wickets in the final session to win the game, despite uh, Fawad Allen's 100 silencing all the critics. Yeah, his first one in 10 years. 11 years, yeah. 11 years, over 10 years, God. But, you know, you've got to love the way he plays. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Neil Wagner also taking two wickets, uh, despite having two broken toes. Yes. And he, the witch has now ruled him out of the second test. Very unfortunate, that. Yeah. So uh, now we'll have a quick break for Guess the Cricketer before we go to the top five. (laughs) 
Hello and welcome back to Guess the Cricketer. I am today going to be testing Shuki and I lead the series 1-0, but this is obviously Shuki's game in hand, as it were. So, yeah. And I've got a chance for three points here if I get it on the first claim. Yes, you could go you could go well clear. So. It would be an, a bit of an anti-climax if I just got it straight away, though. Yeah, it, it would be. You, it would be. So, um, this, this cricketer was a batsman for the Windies. Well, definitely a batsman. He averaged, who averaged 58.61 over 48 test matches. Played nearly 70 years ago. Nearly 70 years ago? Yes, well, more like 60, but, you know. Okay, um... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not even going to make a guess. Well, he uh, died earlier this year. Okay. That's your second clue. Uh, it's. Is it? Um, I think I know him actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Everton Weeks? Oh, I think I'm not sure if I can give you that because you didn't mention the sir. <laughs> no, nah, but you got it. Well done, Shuki. You get two points for that in two clues. The other clue would have been one of the Windies England test matches when summer resumed was held in his memory. Ah. With the black arm straps being worn for him. And yeah. the minute silence at the start of the match. And yeah. That's a good guess, And you go 2-1 up in the series. Get in. What a start. Yeah, it's nice thought I was going to make it hard for you. Although the first clue made it very hard. 60 years ago, average 58.61 in 48 test matches. Couldn't be anyone. So uh, When you were saying that, I was thinking uh, like Chanderpool or someone. But then you mentioned 60 years ago. Yeah. So, well, I, I wish now you would have mentioned Chan. Um, because obviously it would have been a wasted guess. But then they don't really matter, do they? Your guess is a good No. So, anyway. All right. Thank you for I joining us. One up. Yep, Shuki's 2-1 up. Join in next week for where I try and resume my lead in the series. Yeah. Hello, and we resume the countdown at number five. Taking the number, the fifth spot, sorry, is England versus Ireland in the ODIs, and in particular, the third ODI, in which England put on a 329 total, and Ireland chased it down with great one ball left. With one ball left to go and great innings, including Sterling of 142. 142, yes, 142. And uh, that's so high up, oddly, as Ireland, a team who aren't even in the top, or barely top 10, I think. I'm not even sure if they're in the top 10. Yeah. Beat the country who are ranked top in the world. Um, Yeah. Although it wasn't nowhere near the side, um, they they it's still a great great victory. But it's not like um, it's not like England played particularly badly. England scored three hundred twenty-eight. No. No. Owen Morgan scored a hundred, and then they chased it down just three wickets down with one ball left. Yeah, Sterling and Val Burney both making hundreds. Yeah, a monumental win for Ireland. Yes, it was. So next at number four is another moment in the English Test match summer. 
And this is the first test between England and Pakistan, uh, in which Pakistan scored 326 in the first innings, thanks to Shan Massoud's marathon innings of 156. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Baba Azam also scoring a 50. Um, then England got bowled out for 219, only Ollie Pope making a 50 who is his birthday today, just to mention as well. Happy birthday to him. Yeah. Yassir Shah took four wickets. Uh, then England got back into the game with the ball. Uh, Broad taking three, Wokes and Stokes two each to bowl. Pakistan out for 169, setting England a daunting but not impossible total of 277 to win. This was made all the more unlikely when we when England fell to 117 for five at the classic England top order collapse. <laughs> After looking good with Sibley and Root set, uh, Yasser Shah again took four wickets. But then out of nowhere, Josh Butler, who had had no form all summer, and Chris Wokes, who is, I consider him an all-rounder, but I know, yeah. uh, I know people who don't. But, uh, uh, they took the reins, didn't they? Woke scored 84, not out. Butler 75 to see England home. And that ended up being vital as the next two matches were reined off. Exactly, yes. So, now we get into the top three. The top three. A few of them fairly recent as well. I mean, very recent. Yeah. Um, and number three. Bronze medal goes to India versus Australia in the first test match. Now, this test match only on um, only a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, sorry, um, was where India set a uh, rather rather decent total where you where they felt comfortable and yeah. um, Australia with the bat. Did all right. They they recovered a bit towards the end of the first innings, getting to by about 50 or 60, I think. Yeah, India very much in the driving seat at the end of day two. But then something unprecedented happened where India got their lowest total ever in Test match history, getting bowled out for 36. And that allowed Australia to comfortably ease home for a victory in the first and opening Test match of the series. Yep. Uh, Hazelwood took five for eight in that second innings, and Cummins proved why he's the world number one bowler with four wickets as well. Yeah. So, uh, so Australia had taken a 1 0 lead in the series. India were without their captain, Virat Kohli. They were without Rohit Sharma. Mohamed Shami was out through injury. Mm-hmm. And they had made four changes to their side for the second test which comes in at number two on our rankings uh, of India's massive bounce back and what Ravi Shastri, the Indian coach, described as one of the best comebacks of all time in Indian cricket. Uh, Ejinkya Rahane, the star, scoring 100. Um, Bumrah and Ashwin also were phenomenal with the ball. And um, um, Australia weren't brilliant with the bat. But that was more due to Indian bowling than Australian batting weakness. Mm-hmm. Setting up the series with, with two tests to go at one all. And 
It resumes in a couple of days. Yeah, the 6th, I think. Yes. Now we come to the number one moment of 2020 in cricket. Uh, drum roll, please. It goes to none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. <laughs> Jimmy James Anderson. He obviously got his 600th test wicket for England. A great milestone indeed versus Pakistan. Uh, conditions were quite good for him in the series with some cloud cover. Um, some, I think, is an understatement. <laughs> Two tests rained off. He almost missed it for rain. Just and it, to get it in with about half an hour left in the summer. Yeah, and the England uh, fielding side were out to try and deprive him of it, but they were unsuccessful, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Stuart Brewer dropping a catch and then running running the uh, fielder out. Yes, so Dink. On yeah. the floor. Yes. But, and um, was not a happy boy then, but he was the next day when he got Azar Ali out for yes. a 600 wicket. Yes, the first right. ever seamer to pass 600 wickets in Test match history. Yeah. And um, hopefully he'll soon become the first Test match seamer ever to pass 350 wickets. Exactly. Uh, did I say 350? I meant 650. 650, yeah. 600, 650 or 700. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but I think that's a perfect way to top off the top 20. There were a few which just missed the cut, which I won't go into too much detail about. But uh, there were a few which missed the cut. Um, do let us know in the comments below. And we'll be missing the cut of this episode as well. <laughs> uh, okay, if that's the case, I will be mentioning them. There was many of them. Romania beating Bulgaria 3-1. Uh, Malta beating Bulgaria 2-0. And Germany drawing to Spain 1-0 in the series. But... Um, yeah, many missed, a few missed the cut very closely, but um, we do think that was all basically what happened this year. And um, yeah, all, do let us know your top 20 or what you would change about it in the comments below. And no one can say it's English bias because England played about double as much cricket as anyone else this year. So, so it's the majority England in there anyway. But yeah. I did, we uh, divvied it up quite nicely. Yeah. So. 2021, looking like a good year for cricket. Certainly. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be back here next year doing a review of 2021. Hopefully. hopefully Maybe we will. we'll have to do 21 moments then. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have 21,000 odd uh, subscribers. Yeah. 20. Uh, maybe we'll have 2021. 2021. Uh, the viewer numbers. Yes, that would go up a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah. Go up from our current 50. Yeah. So thank you everyone for watching. Thank Hope you, you very enjoyed. much. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. And uh, most of all, Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Hope 2021 is better in every way. In every way. Goodbye, Freddie. Goodbye, Shuki. See you next week. Next week. Uh, 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 uh.